The following is a paid program and does not necessarily reflect the opinions of the staff or management of visionary-related entertainment. Aloha Maui Nui. Hey, this is Josh Porter here. And Jason Burkhardt, how you doing? Week two of the uh, the new intro. How we doing? Oh man, it just gets better and better. I literally just have, I'm like on my phone, I just listen to it randomly at times. I'm like, oh, I love this that's, thing so that, much. That's a little sick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that anymore. I think I so welcome. This is the Solar Coaster here. We are on episode number 29. That is correct. All right. All right. We got a lot of great content for you today. We are a renewable energy focused talk show right here in lovely Maui County. Uh, let's do a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, we can be found right here at 1.05 p.m. Uh, here at KOI 11.10 a.m. Uh, every Friday uh, of the week, uh, of, of the month. And uh, we have, can be found on a variety of stations, 96.7 FM Central Maui, 96.5 FM on the west side, 98.7 FM Upcountry. Uh, you can listen in streaming at KOI1110.com. Call-ins are welcome. Uh, our call-in line is 808-242-7800. And we have a lovely website that we've been working on diligently. Jay? Well, we keep working on it. Uh, eventually, there will be more content. <laughs> we get it's, it's it's coming. You can, of course, get all our previous radio shows because those are archived. Uh, but there's a whole lot of other interesting stuff coming in that direction. So keep yeah, an that's eye kinda, out. That's kind of the key thing there, you know, having those archived shows. And we you know, try to edit them from time to time, put a little bit of... Uh, you know, links and whatnot of what we've been talking about over the uh, the months. And uh, so we will shortly uh, be working on also getting in, up in iHeart and iTunes and Stitcher and all those great things. We also, uh, so that's that will happen, I suspect, in the space of the next week or so. Jay's going to help me out with this yeah, weekend, I think so. promise. Yep. Yep. And then um, we are talking about having a glossary of terms up on our website. Thank you, Mr. Eric Blair, among other people yeah. that have suggested that. Yeah, I've heard that from a lot of people, and I really started serious work. I'm going back through like all the old shows now. I, listen, I need to listen to all 28 previous <laughs> hours of content. For and usually, I mean, I have you define these things on air sure. for listeners, but I mean to, to be able to actually go to one single page and find out what these acronyms mean because there's too many of them. It's alphabet soup all over again. Alphabet soup. It's, <laughs> that could be the name of the tab, Jay. Alphabet soup. There you so, go. There you go. Uh, we are uh, sponsored by Tabuchi Electric America, Maui Solar Project. Sonen Battery, and I'm not going to say it quite yet, but we've got another sponsor coming down the road in December. Thank you so much. Without you guys, we would not be on the air, and we just really can't tell you how much we appreciate that. So uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. So uh, we got a big um, uh, show ahead today. We got some really uh, interesting new product offerings uh, that we want to review from some major hitters in the industry, uh, SMA, as well as LG. They have a new partnership. We're going to be getting call-ins from uh, some great staff members in this uh, on this particular show. We're going to hear from Dave on the roof in a little bit as well. He's got some cool things going on in the field. Um, and then we also have some cool future focus and news and events. There's boatloads of things happening in news and events. So, But just before we get going, I do want to mention one other quick thing. A uh, good friend of ours, uh, Emily, uh, VP, former VP of operations for Maui Solar Project and her husband, Niels Erickson, have had a uh, unfortunate uh, injury. Niels has been in the hospital and they have a, um, she's a great person, great family, uh, good friends of ours. And uh, we definitely want to uh, extend as much support as we can to them as they kind of get back up and running. Uh, there is a You Caring page. And if you'd like to, if you know Niels or if you know Emily, there's just amazing supportive members of the community. And if you'd like to help them out, there's a youcaring.com. You go to youcaring.com, Niels Peter Erickson. Uh, you can probably Google that or search it right in there. And there's the opportunity to support these guys. Uh, they're really great people. Please check it out. Okay. So, uh, yeah, there you go. There's everything we wanted to cover today, Jay. You ready to jump right into our news and events? Oh, everything you cover. I thought we were, we were done. No, we got some awesome things going on in the world. Uh, Jay, shall we start out with the global stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Every, everybody has stepped up with, with a ton of news and, and stuff this week, so we got a lot to go. Uh, global news, let's start right off the top. Uh, Mexico auction bids lowest solar wind price ever on the planet. Holy I mean, what, moly. We're in this. We're in this. The global freefall of renewable prices. This is what was one point seven. 
one point seven seven cents per kilowatt yeah. hour, right? They, they, the way they do it nowadays right. is they do it per megawatt hour, right? So, and then I don't trust yeah, myself even in do that. removing the zeros, <laughs> and I'm like, I think that's less than two cents. <laughs> and then I yeah, and I just, look at it, and there it is, you know. And, and so this is Green Tech Media, a great go-to source that we like to utilize uh, pretty often. And yeah, so we're seeing uh, tenders out there. This one is uh, what was it? It was uh, the result. They also referenced the one. Uh, 300 megawatts than Saudi Arabia that was close to this, right? That one that was controversial when it came out. But no one's calling anything kind of sketchy about this. They're just saying, hey, this is getting cheaper and cheaper. Um, Basically, we'll see here. What does it say? One of the lowest prices achieved internationally, right? That was right out of the uh, government of Mexico. And uh, 1.77 cents per kilowatt hour. Um, And, you know, that basically is saying that, hey, things are really rampant. Capabilities down. are ramping up and prices <laughs> are coming down, and that's a wonderful thing for everybody. So we, we, I think, I almost feel like we're gonna have like a little segment constantly, Jay, where it's gonna be like, what's the price of the energy global? global price of energy. <laughs> yeah, I think that's actually a really good idea. We should have that yeah, so. on, on the website. So um, moving right yeah, up, I mean, mo- moving right along, though, we have uh, something also happening internationally, Jay, with uh, Tesla. What's up over there? Yep. Okay, Tesla. Um, if you remember, many months back now. Um, Elon Musk had a Twitter battle <laughs> with a gentleman uh, and basically made a bet that he could install this battery farm uh, in Australia within 100 days. Well, the 100-day deadline is December 1st, but they have finished construction and apparently it's it's just going under undergoing certification. So Elon won his bet, saved himself about $50 million. <laughs> he pulled it off. He pulled it off. Great. He did pull it off. I, the, the one headline I love, I mean, this, it's all over the web, but the one headline I really enjoyed was the, uh, I, I won, I, they beat the deadline and all they did was sell some lousy hats or something. <laughs> well, I kind of want one of the hats. Oh, you know? right. Elon, send me, a, that, send that me a hat. Thing. Actually, send me a roadster, but send me a hat. You know, I, I think I saw that hat thing and then someone was actually saying, wow, this guy just puts a hat out and he makes like two or three hundred thousand dollars with a hat that with a logo on yeah, it. Right. right? <laughs> from, For sure. from a guy that used to own a hat business. I kind of fi- I find that pretty cool. So, yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, amazing. Um, just this is what's happening in the world today. I mean, we, we look at Mexico. We're talking about the, the lowest levelized cost, lowest, lowest priced out cost of these major uh, solar installs. Now we're seeing that these on grid battery utility scale systems can be deployed in a very short period of time. I and mean, these are good indicators. Indicators, right. This is really positive. Yeah. This this, this basically puts Australia in the lead as like the battery, the, 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 the solar plus storage or renewables plus storage kind of market where they've got is it, it is a hundred meg, right? That was the hundred days kind of oh, thing. Geez. It's basically uh, a mega geez. day. I, I think it's a hundred meg worth of battery. Yeah, and, and and ironically, there's some real like political problems right now with uh, how Australia is placing um, uh, renewable energies, you know, in terms of their overall energy mix. So this is kind right. of like a good counterpoint to what's going on in domestic politics in Australia at the moment. So in favor of the power of renewable energies, and Mr. Musk, he uh, he gets his own segment as well for the most part on the show, right? So yeah, well, <laughs> it just operates in the space and and leaves a large footprint. Absolutely. All right. So we also have some other things going on in our, in our Tesla section here so uh what do you think about that uh that update with tesla and the semi price okay that's this came out um shortly after obviously on their website they were not publicizing the price of the truck to just anybody you can go on there like a like a, an automobile and and price it out um but through channels we figured out that the price the, the initial base price of the truck is around one hundred fifty thousand, which is a lot cheaper than a lot of people thought Right. Um, yeah, that seems pretty inexpensive. Including, to me. including myself, I thought it was going to be close to like north of a quarter million, closer to like four hundred. And you were doing some base case, like financial cases for this, right? Yeah, Trying exactly. To run through and, it, and you still, were using a quarter million. And it's still the math still worked out. It wasn't fantastic, but even even closing in on half a million dollar truck, it was it, the, the math still worked out because the overall cost of energy, the uh, the reduced cost of um, man hours required to use them. Yep. I mean, all these things all played into. Uh, that making total cost of ownership really, really nice. And they, they of course, had a bullet point, least co- lowest cost of ownership, but yeah. they wouldn't tell you what the, the buy-in cost was. Right, so, right. And then so they released the it a week the- later, and then boom, you're right there. I mean, what I what, what, I, what sudden, attracted me was the notion that uh, this one line here where it said that it put the, uh, the simple payback period in less than two years. You got a two-year payback period in this thing. Yeah, exactly. And and seeing this how they usually run the trucks for about 10, um, that's not terrible. This could <laughs> you're be, in, you're, you know. you're, in, you're in the black after two years, in the green after a 
Get they, 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 and a kind of a humorous note, they have a founder's edition. I, I found it humorous. Where it's like another hundred. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was kind of How much silly. is more? Is it another two hundred thousand okay. dollars. Uh, the, the way the pricing goes <laughs> is it's one hundred fifty for the base model. If you actually want that five hundred mile range they talked about in the mm. presentation, then you, it's actually one hundred eighty thousand. So it starts creeping up a little bit because it's battery capacity that you're buying. Yeah. And then for this founder's edition, it's two hundred thousand. But yeah. what is? I mean, what does that get you? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and then you see this this two hundred thousand. I mean, I, I I don't see a lot of truckers. And I'm trying to imagine the guy that's going to buy that, right? Like, who's the guy that wants to have Elon Musk's kind of signature on the side of his rig? I mean, is there a guy out there that wants? Maybe there is. Maybe there's a whole bunch of those guys. I, I'm sure there's a market for it, but it's got to be pretty small. Luckily, this Founders Edition is also very very small. It's a small run. Right. There's only one thousand of them being made. Oh, there you go. So if you there want, you so if you want one of those, buy it now. They're probably already spoken for. Uh, they have commitments from. Ryder and Walmart and everything else to buy um, right. a smattering of these trucks. Now, this is for testing. Yeah, you're you're going to start seeing them on the road. But um, like I said, it's, it's for testing purposes only. These guys do not just make blanket decisions and say, oh, we're going to change our entire fleet to electric right now. Right, it doesn't right. work that way. But they are going to evaluate the technology. So yeah. you're good. They're going to, they're going to, everybody's going to purchase one. They're all going to do their own independent evals. Uh, we'll start seeing data of how these Very actually cool. function in the real world. And then maybe we'll see wow. some mass adoption. I can't wait to see but, these but you're But you're going to start seeing them and it's going to be scary because like wow. I said, it looks out, it's like something out of Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's our global focus. Got a little Tesla going on there. Got amazing stuff happening all around the world. And then what's going on right here in Maui for for all of you that were out there uh, buying your turkeys and your standing rib roasts and your 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 baby bag ribs at Costco you might have noticed these big weird looking y-shaped pillars that are in the uh, the the parking lot there so there's an article yeah, for anybody on, that hasn't noticed yeah, this <laughs> there's an article on mauinews.com this is actually from about a week ago or more and uh, they're talking about the solar project uh, that's going on right there at Costco and it's pretty rad actually yeah. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Um, I I knew what it was months ago when they started digging up the pavement. They basically took my favorite parking spot. You know, I, I park way out because I don't mind walking and uh, don't like fighting over spots. <laughs> <laughs> so they started digging up my favorite parking spots. I, I couldn't park there. But um, they're they're putting in this this massive solar system. Um, it is the eighty fourth solar install for Costco for a, of this type. So a parking structure, not just on the roof of the building, but actually um, all the way across parking. This is actually a good thing, people. Um, we've we've commented before about how the little parking structures we have here and there are, are great to park under. We're always in quest of shade, right? Uh, and so this is going to cool down. I mean, I was, I was always disappointed when they, when they chop the trees because you can't find any shade to park in. Well, this is going to be shade all over the place. Plus, it's generating some power uh, which is really really good so well, it's, um, it's going to so be a, a beautiful good... system and I, I thought some of the stuff that i thought was kind of interesting was uh they were talking about why they painted because i noticed that they were beige right and, and sure. i've never yeah. seen uh they, i i uh, as a solar self-professed solar geek look at carport structures all the time so i've never seen a beige one before so i was like well what, where do they get mm -hmm. this beige thing it must be a costco branding thing or something like that it all chucked it all came down to some kind of a conversation in 2015 where uh the 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 county or the chamber of commerce or some, some a group of people were basically saying hey we this is not a very uh attractive thing you need to paint this that was in order to get their permits right. together and uh so that's where that that color system that color came from which was kind of surprising Someone, uh, no, it's not, not unexpected. I mean, th that happens a lot in, in many semi-rural municipalities. They'll, they'll ask a, a major chain to change their logo or something um, because the, the, the bright pinks and freaky neons and stuff don't kind of jive with the local vibe, you know? Well, I mean, um, so they, they will ask those <laughs> things to be done. <laughs> well, I just thought uh, Wayne Hadani's uh, a comment I thought was really interesting. It says in quotes here in the article in two, March 24th, 2015, he goes, the carport structures are butt ugly. <laughs> he said, that's what <laughs> Honestly, that's, that's exactly what it says. It says right there in the article. Oh. So I guess they came. So there's some discussion about not only the painting, but also now they're talking about some landscaping. And I don't know exactly how you obscure those with landscaping without creating new problems. But they're, they're um, not so far from the worst I've ever seen. You could Far get some, from it. get some like little wisteria or something, kind of like meandering up the carports. Who knows? Yeah, but in, in any case, we've got an awesome install. We can hire Kudos. some local artists right. to, uh, to murals. Put up some nice looking right stuff. there, you yeah, go. Um, but it's an amazing system. Really excited to have that going. It looks like in January we're going to start to see the panels being laid down. I am interested to see what those panels are. That'll be interesting. 
They yep. if, if they're not if they're not bifacials, they're gonna hear from me. <laughs> Let's just put it that way, <laughs> right? No, but kudos to Costco and everybody involved. Now there's a whole bunch of local uh, groups that have have participated in that project. So hey, yeah. we're gonna segue. Um, can we segue over, Jay? Or you got yeah, one more thing? Yeah, but I have one more thing on this one. It, it, FYI, in the article it says it's gonna produce a hundred uh, six hundred seventy kilowatt hour. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Um, I don't think that's accurate, and neither do you. Uh, we'd love to hear the real number. If you work for Costco, give us a call. Tell us what this will actually produce once it's finished. Yeah, it looks um, a little bigger. But but yeah. I think the article is way inaccurate. It's way bigger than that. Okay, we're going to have to take a look at that. We'll get a follow-up on that uh, next week. Okay. So we're, we right, actually have our uh, regularly scheduled program with Dave on the roof here. So let's uh, see what Dave's doing out in the field today. Aloha. Dave, hey, Dave. hey, hey, guys. Aloha. Dave on the roof. How's it? <laughs> hey, Dave. Right. How you doing today, buddy? Good, man. How are you guys doing? Good, good, good. We were just going over our news and events. Just barely made it out of there without just taking up all the time on our news and events. Good stuff. <laughs> so, uh, Dave, uh, you know, uh, for people that haven't heard from you before, Dave is a, a, a great uh, employee and a technician here with Maui Solar Project. Uh, and uh, he is out in the field uh, working on a var- variety of projects, actually putting to test all the technology that Jay and I are talking about in here on a regular basis. And uh, so what's going on uh, this week, uh, Dave? Anything cool happening out there in your, in your world? Uh, yeah, there's always cool things going on. Uh, this week we're finishing up a project up in beautiful Kapalua. It was, uh, I believe, a 60-280-watt uh, uh, Hyundai panels going in on that install nice. with two uh, solar edge inverters. Uh, we also have a project going on Lanai coming up. It's, uh, I believe, 28 panels, 290 watts each. It's the Canadian solar panels, black right, on black, right. with the solar edge inverter. That's awesome. So the I know that that that's that system right now, up there. My man. Yeah. So you are you uh, are you actually in Kapalua at the moment? Or are you heading there today? Uh, I am not there today anymore. I was there earlier. I just left. I gotcha. I gotcha. So that's yeah. a beautiful install. Sixty panels on like a like it's like a curved Monair roof. Uh, right. Really, really high end, pretty home with gorgeous views over Kapalua. You can actually kind of see where your next install is going to be, Dave. You can see across I the can. water over to Lanai, and you're just going to get on a ferry, my brother, and you're going to be out there working uh, in Manelli Bay, which is going to be really exciting. So yes, there... I am. I'll be calling you guys from Manelli Bay. <laughs> we can't wait for it. Take some, take some pictures as well, if you would. Yes, please I'll take some absolutely pictures. Absolutely do that for you, Jay. You got it, man. All right. Keep the drone on the job. <laughs> well, hey, I hope the weather's good for you out there, not too hot, and then the, you have a good day, Dave. Thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. You too, guys. I appreciate you guys. Aloha. Uh, aloha. We'll talk to you next week. All righty. There you go. Dave on the roof working in Kapalua and uh, soon to be Lanai. Uh, cool. Yeah, those are some nice installs, too. These are some really beautiful houses that he's working on. That's kind of what I want to see. I never get to see any of these installs. I, I want some solar porn in my life. <laughs> yeah. oh, <man>. Come on. <laughs> we'll have to get you Come some uh, very nice pictures. Of the- okay, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> so, hey, um, you know, we've got um, – how about we take a second here and we hear uh, from our, our sponsors. Is that cool? Can we do that, Gary? Aloha, and welcome to Maui Solar Project. It is easy to feel rejuvenated just stepping outside on a magnificent Hawaiian day. Maui Solar Project is here to help harness that energy you feel in your body and use it to power your homes and businesses. As Laura tells us, Maui harnessed the sun so as to slow its path across the sky. Join Maui Solar Project as we harness the sun's energy and slow Hawaii's dependence on fossil fuels. Call Maui Solar Project at 269-2352. MauiSolarProject.org. Tabuchi Electric, a leading worldwide inverter manufacturer, presents the second generation of the eco-intelligent battery system, the IBIS. Tabuchi's grid-friendly system includes a high-efficiency inverter, stackable batteries, and integration with Jelly software for the most adaptable battery storage system on the market. The system is optimized for energy management and cost performance. Maximize your solar investment with Tabuchi's electric eco-intelligent battery system. The Sonin Battery Eco is an energy storage solution that utilizes intelligent energy management software. The system is available in a variety of storage capacities and allows for expansion. Sonin Battery Eco allows you to save money by harvesting energy from your solar PV system and using that stored energy when rates are more expensive. Sonin Battery Eco is specifically designed to provide you and your family peace of mind in the event of power outage. Our unique power detection system will sense outages in real time and automatically switch over to battery power. See Sonin Battery Eco at sonin-battery.com. All right, there we go. That's a, a word from all of our great sponsors there. 
And Is it me or does everybody hate hearing their own voice recorded? <laughs> uh, no comments. No comments. On that. <laughs> okay, so we're going to go. move right into our product oh, one more. No, wait, one more. One more. <laughs> I, I do want to drop a, a little thank you. Um, apparently, we have a new sponsor coming in. Do we want to talk about them? Yes, oh, please. Oh, yeah. So soon we do have a, a, a verbal confirmation <laughs> from some great guys out in New England. One of our favorites, uh, amazing technical uh, product area, right? It's uh, Pika Energy. Right. These guys so, are Pika Energy. They're yeah. pushing the envelope, and they're they're pushing the envelope with us as well. They're they're really stepping up. And uh, again, we appreciate you guys. But thanks for Pika for coming on board. Thank you, Pika. And we are man, are we going to geek out on their DC rebus and all that stuff? It's going to oh, be so yes. much fun. <laughs> all right. So that being said, we're going to jump right into our product focus today. We have an, a new partnership with uh, SMA and LG. Um, we're going to hear from Ali Alejandro, I believe. And we have Alejandro on the line. Uh, yeah. Hi. Hey, Alejandro. Welcome to the Solar Coaster. How are you doing today, my friend? All right. Thank you. How are you? Uh, very good. Very good. Thanks. So I appreciate you uh, coming in and, and giving us a little bit of information about this. Uh, we uh, got in contact with you a couple weeks ago or a week ago when you did the training out here at the Courtyard Marriott. And your team was great. And we learned a lot about your product line. So, uh, you know, here on the Solar Coaster, we like to bring that uh, type of new content that's kind of cutting edge in the industry to our listeners uh, as soon as possible. So uh, we appreciate you jumping on board the coaster with us. How about um, you just give us a little bit of an intro as to who you are, a little bit of background about SMA, if you don't mind. Maybe you could probably probably say it a lot better than I could, huh? All right. Sure. No problem. Um, um, thanks for the invitation. Uh, yeah, so we were there last week for uh, for the Sunny Boy Storage Roadshow. Um, we did um, three stops, two in Honolulu, one um, in Kalui. And so basically we talked about our, our, um, our new, new product that will be out next year. But before I mention some specifics, I just wanted to uh, introduce myself. So my name yeah. is Alex. I'm one of the technical trainers of SMA's America Solar Academy. Um, and um, for those of you that um, are not familiar with SMA, so we are the largest um, inverter manufacturer for the PV industry. We have solutions for um, almost every segment of the market. So going from residential to commercial, large scale, and um, battery-based products, um, we, we, we have it all. So um, we have over 35 years of experience, um, over 25 on PV. Um, so that, that says a lot about our quality. We, we yeah. offer uh, high-quality products, and we certainly know a lot about uh, PV. Yeah, and 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 just uh, that, thank you so much for that great introduction, uh, Alex. And I think that what's really what I what I can say is that being in the field out here for quite a while, the earliest systems had a lot. Of, we saw a lot of SMA out there, right? So that was it's great to see a company with that kind of longevity in an industry that's pretty volatile, right? Which and, and therein lies the name Solar Coaster, right? So that's great mm -hmm. to know that you guys are here. You're offering new products. You have this great background, and you've been around for a long time. And more and the largest PV inverter that I didn't know. So that's wonderful. So yeah, what's what's going on new in your product lineup? And can you tell us a little bit about this new uh, this new in, in kind of movement towards on grid storage? Uh, yeah. So um, we've actually had battery based inverters for some time, but um, ne well, next year we are rolling out our first uh, battery based inverter for grid side residential applications, which will be the Sony Boy Storage. Um, it will be um, an inverter. There will be three power classes, uh, 3.8, 5.0, and 6.0. Um, and there are some uh, really nice features that we're integrating into this inverter. And um, this inverter is actually based on our uh, PV um, inverter for um, the U.S. market also. So uh, as far as communications and some of the other features, form factor, um, it will be a lot similar to that product. So. It's going to have three independent inputs, uh, so you could um, connect up to three different batteries. Uh, it's going to have wireless communication, wire oh, communication, good. and it's going to have the secure power supply. Right, and so the secure power supply—it's actually an area that I'm—I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm, I'm interested in understanding the distinction between the batteries that you can integrate into those three inputs and the secure power supply. So, are they the same thing? Are they different things? How does that? How do they relate? So the secure power supply is a feature that allows you to have a small reserve in, in case the grid goes down. So we know that um, grid-tight inverters uh, have to disconnect when the grid goes down. Mm. Now, the secure power supply allows you to connect a dedicated outlet to the inverter so that you can pull up to 2,000 watts of power out of batteries um, 
even if there's no grid. So that, that's certainly a nice feature. Um, you can use it um, during the day or at night. Um, you just have to have enough energy um, in your batteries. But um, okay, that so certainly it's, it's pulling energy. Will give you certain advantages. Gotcha. So it's pulling energy directly out of these batteries, right? And, and, yeah, that's right. Are you referring to the the? Because this is a feature that's been around for a little while, right? The secure power supply, hasn't it been around it, for a few years? It has been around for a few years. It was first introduced with our TL22 uh, PV inverters, um, but the difference. Um, with this um, inverter, with Sunnyboy storage, is that with the PV version, you can only pull power as long as there's sunlight. With this, um, sunny, with the Sunnyboy storage, um, it, it depends on the battery, not the sun. I see. Okay, gotcha. So they're very interesting here. So now you've got. Um, so tell us a little bit about how you, how you, because you, as a, as a, as a battery manufacturer, as an inverter uh, manufacturer, you need to select the the battery company that you're going to work with. How did you go about selecting LG, and then what were some of the considerations there? So um, LG is a very well known and established company. They offer high quality products, and so um, when we uh, thought about. Um, battery um, manufacturers, we certainly thought of LG. Uh, they have a new product that's also UL listed, a high uh, voltage lithium battery, and uh, that solution also um, sort of uh, paired very well with our inverter. Uh, we've been working with LG also previously um, in um, our European and most of the world market also, so, so it kind of made sense to, uh, to start off with, uh, with their solution for our product. Gotcha, gotcha. And so um, now with LG, I know there's some unique things that are going on with that, right? Because LG is already out here in the marketplace uh, with some other, uh, you know, designs and systems. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about how that, in how it relates to the inverter? Yeah, so they have a um, 9.5 kilowatt um, lithium-ion battery. And so um, we are designing the Sonic Boy storage um, to be rolled out, um, thinking about their, uh, their battery. Um, that will um, be able to um, um, offer certain advantages uh, compared to some of the, of the other solutions that you see out there in the market. So uh, the size of the battery is, um, is certainly uh, very well suited for uh, the 5.0, 6.0, um, and 3.8 versions that we have for the Symbol storage. Um, and um, also um, uh, being um, a very well-known uh, battery manufacturer that certainly um, talks about the quality of the solution that we want to offer. Absolutely. You know, one of the things that um, I found particularly interesting is that this is a AC-coupled modular configuration that works great for uh, for this NEM expansion system, NEM expansion program that has been recently clarified by the PUC. So if you have a, you know, like an... Uh, like a microinverter-based system, like many people do. There's 12,000, 13,000-plus people out here that have, or homes that have these kinds of systems. If you have a system like that and you want to put in batteries, you could conceivably use this, um, S, this, this Sunny Boy 385060, either one of those uh, battery inverter uh, you know, f with your storage system, right? And that, that allows you to build out in a modular way with uh, 10-kilowatt-hour chunks effectively, right, which is a pretty nice... Uh, thing it's a lot of energy. If you get all the way up to three, you're stacking three LG 10Hs here. Then you're in a position where that that covers the bulk of the residential market space. So that's really kind of some interesting uh, decisions you guys have made. Uh, yeah. So the the good thing about the uh, Sunny Boy storage is that, um, as you mentioned, an AC coupled system that will allow it to retrofit uh, existing pivot systems. So um, it'll certainly. Um, be um, a very good product for all the applications that um, we have in, in the Hawaii market, um, for example, zero export. Uh, since if you already have a pivot system, then you will be able to add storage without having to change your whole system, without having right. to buy a new inverter. Um, so that, that, that'll certainly be nice. Um, one thing I'd like to, to clarify is that initially, uh, we're rolling out the product to be compatible with our PV inverters, yep. but um, eventually um, we are planning to have the inverter be compatible with um, SunSpec um, certified uh, inverters. So that oh, will so a variety of third-party third uh, inverters, like perhaps yeah, micros. Right. I got that's you. Right. So per, per, for the time being, the rollout, you, you think it'll still be just, it'll be a, a Sunny Boy compatible? So you'll have, uh, is, that, is, that, yes. is that the case? And then sometime in 2018, we'll see it perhaps uh, expand out to other types of inverters as well? So the, I'm talking about phase one. Phase two um, will be probably by uh, mid of 2018, so I, I would say June, July. Uh, that's when uh, we're planning to uh, to have the inverter um, be compatible with uh, third-party third uh, 
uh, manufacturers. And that would be pretty broad reaching. I would suspect you would go with because you would you would probably build that to suit the existing deployed solar yes, system. Yes, definitely. So like, Enphase, of course, is a core one, and then maybe Solar Edge, and, S- and of course SMA. I mean, you guys are really the ones that are out there mostly, right? So, <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, that's right. So, so uh, yeah, we definitely intend to to have a solution that um, can uh, uh, supply the existing uh, market, um, install the PV installed market. Very good, very good. Well, that's some interesting stuff, and I, those timelines are very, very interesting to me as well. And did you say the rollout of this initial uh, solution was coming in? Did I hear January of eighteen? Uh, so phase one is going to be February of twenty eighteen. Okay. Um, and phase two, um, probably by mid uh, twenty eighteen. Um, I would say June or July, probably. Right. So just to clarify, and, if oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Just to clarify, if someone had an existing SMA inverter. Would that work with this uh, new battery st- Sunny Boy storage inverter? So if they had like a ten, like a five or a ten-year-old SMA, can we integrate to that, or do we have to replace that PV inverter too? No. So you will be able to replace it, but again, that's going to be for phase two, uh, and it's just related to the communications uh, protocol of um, um, legacy inverters and the new power cl- and the new inverters that we have. So um, again, initially, it's just going to be compatible with uh, the Sunny Boy US-40 line. But um, it would certainly be compatible with um, legacy inverters that we have out there in the market. I see. Okay, gotcha. Well, that's very helpful. So we have, uh, we're really fortunate today. We actually have uh, Mrs. Lynn Tran calling in. Is she online yet, Gary? Not not quite yet. So she'll be here soon. But, uh, and so once we get it, we'll be able to hear a little bit directly from her about her take on um, how how this fits in too. So is is there anything else you'd like to share with us uh, about the launch of this product or any specific uh, things that you'd like to share? Yeah, one um, one um, additional uh, thing I would like to talk about is that um, probably by phase two, we're also going to be rolling out um, the um, backup unit, which uh, will allow you to have backup um, if the grid goes down. Um, so it's not going to be like the secure power supply. It's just going to be a, an external device that will allow you to, to uh, um, have your inverters working even if the grid goes down. So, um, yeah, um, we will certainly have a more specific on the subject, but uh, gotcha. I just wanted to bring it up. Okay, so if I understand correctly, just to recap here, because this is actually a little more more involved than I realized, but do, are we, we're seeing a rollout of a self-supply uh, AC-coupled battery system in February uh, that works with Sunny Boy uh, inverters. Is that correct? Yes, that's right. And then uh, as we get later into 2018, it'll be able to diversify the PV inverters. We'll be able to integrate different types of PV inverters. And around the same time frame, we'll be able to, through an additional um, module, uh, we'll be able to uh, actually have battery backup in addition to self-supply. Is that correct? That's right. That's right. Got it. Got it. Now I got the straight skinny on this. (laughs) So that's wonderful. That's good to know. It's good to understand because it's definitely um, there's definitely a strong value proposition here. And I think knowing that you have that capability uh, for battery backup coming down the road in six to eight months is a pretty critical piece of that puzzle. So I'm really glad to hear that. And then uh, also the fact that you can you can you can stack up those three 10 H's. That is pretty um, that's pretty significant in the marketplace. That's a lot of a lot of energy. Yeah, yeah, that's that's certainly we we thought about that. Um, that it'd be nice uh, for for folks to to be able to uh, integrate um, different batteries and different sizes. So um, yeah, I mean that also helps for expanding your system, which which is also very nice. Well, what I can see happening now is that someone could say, "Hey, I want to have an M expansion system. I have an SMA inverter. I know the SMA brand." Uh, and uh, I, but I'm not sure how much batteries I need, so they go in with maybe a, a small, you know, they go in, maybe they oversize the inverter so they have a little extra space with the storage, but then they put in 110H uh, to provide a little bit of extra capacity, right? Uh, but in, in, in a non-export self-supply mechanism, that's what would be valuable, I think, right now in our space here uh, in the beginning of the year as people get back into uh, looking to purchase a solar and batteries. And then, then later on down the road, they go, okay, well, how much more do I need? They can, if they know that they can expand the, um, the batteries, that gives them a lot of flexibility. And if they know that they can add in the backup module, that gives them that sense of safety and security. So I think that's a really interesting piece of the puzzle uh, that you've, you've kind of uh, uh, indicated here. Um, so uh, yeah, very cool. I think that, uh, do you know, uh, it, with, that, with that secure power supply, you said that was an actual, an extra module that's available as well? No, no, no. So the secure power supply functionality is also already integrated into the inverter. It's already um, all comes you need with to it. Do is to, yeah, it's already there. 
Um, so the new device that, or the new functionality that will be out there is uh, a device that will allow you to have like full backup um, for your system. But the secure power supply is already there. I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay, great. Well, <laughs> so do you see, um, do you, how about stacking? Do you think there's some possibilities here? Do you see being able to, if you wanted to go beyond that, uh, that 10, that 30 kilowatt hours of storage. Do you see any uh, any potential there to increase further? Um, at the moment, um, we're not, um, we don't have that on the uh, um, on the horizon. Um, we're thinking um, about having only one inverter and then three batteries. Uh, but um, I mean, that may be a, that may be a case that might come out later. Right, right. Well, thank you. That's so good to hear from you. So, um, well, we really look forward to uh, seeing more about the, um, the, you know, the, the yeah, SMA uh, Sunny Boy storage system and also uh, learning more about how this kind of is going to take place in the market. I think there's definitely a big space out here for this and a lot of interest in these kinds of products. So I can't thank you enough for calling in. No, thank you for the invitation. Uh, very happy to be here. And I certainly hope to uh, come to Hawaii again. <laughs> yeah, we, well, when you come out, we'll have to uh, get you into the studio, and, and maybe you can join us here uh, actually in the in the physical space. So, well, thanks again, and then uh, we'll tail off right now, and then we'll definitely connect with you again and hear updates as these things come in with, with SMA. That's SMA America and Alejandro. Thanks very much for calling in, Alejandro. Do All right, thanks, it. guys. Bye. Thank All you. right, aloha. Okay, so we're in good – man, Excellent. check that out. That's uh, – a. Uh, that's some pretty amazing technology. I didn't know that there were those steps in the in the rollout process, right? So that was new to me. Yeah, it's it sounds it sounds like they've got the hardware pretty much complete, right? But they're still working on firmware, right? Right. <laughs> Basically, that's what it, very much what it sounds like to me. Right. So they're going to start rolling rolling out these pieces pieces and actually putting them in and then testing firmware. As the as they go, which makes sense. But if you think about, it, I mean, there's a couple of key key takeaways I got from there. You got a company that's been in business for a very long time. That's a dominant inverter manufacturer in the PV space, and yep. they're moving into this on-grid storage residential space. So obviously, it's something that they see as being very relevant. They know the space very intimately, and they're here for the long haul. And they've been around. I've seen these 15, 20 year old SMAs in the field. You know, so, right? And they're still there. And they're still, still chugging there. along. <laughs> that's good stuff right there. And then also, you know, once yeah. we get those the that, the modularity to go for in tens, right, with the LG, and we're going to hear from Lynn in just a that's, moment. That's not a small amount of that power. Is that's a, an interesting thing. It's like a serious step up. You don't need to go by like fours, right? Right. <laughs> whatever, so yeah. I, I I like that quite a bit. So let's let's move right over to Mrs. Lynn Tran from LG. Uh, I believe LG Chem uh, for the LG 10H Resu. Uh, you got it there. Hey, uh, Mrs. Tran, how are you? This is Josh and Jay. Can you hear us? Okay. Thanks so much for coming on, uh, Lynn. We really we just had a, a little chat with Alejandro from SMA, and uh, we're really excited to have you on board the Solar Coaster. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. So, can you? Um, we just went through a basic a basic kind of overview of how these inverters relate to one another, and from a technical perspective, also some of the plans for the rollout and uh, what's going to be available when with uh, SMA. Can you give us a sense how uh, maybe a little bit of background about yourself and about LG and how you guys came to this kind of place? Um, what was the last question being answered? Um, yeah. how, how you came to the, the position to, uh, to interact or work with and partner with SMA. Oh, uh, thank you. Um, so uh, I'm the sales manager for LG Chem uh, for North America. And um, a little bit about LG Chem, I think, in terms of our value proposition to the market is, um, you know, we're bringing a proven track record of our technology uh, for safe and reliable lithium-ion batteries. Um, so in our relation to partners like SMA, um, we are only a DC supplier and in an AC world. We quite literally, without our relationships with SMA, uh, we wouldn't have uh, a viable anything. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So yeah, so and and then what? Um, so SMA is a key partner to be able to uh, have your system integrate. You have some other partnerships as well, and so you selected SMA, which to me is is a no brainer. You know they've been around for so long. Can you tell us some of the um, uh, some of the core kind of uh, value propositions of the batteries? I know that you have some unique things happening in terms of storage. How how do you how are you how is LG uh, a part of the overall storage marketplace? Um, well, as it relates to our relationship with SMA, um, I think it's great that we have uh, an AC-coupled solution to go to market with. Um, 
interesting with the SMA technology, it being a three-port inverter, um, capabilities of stacking multiple batteries together gets very interesting. So I'm, I'm looking forward um, to seeing how that um, how we can bring that to market. Definitely. I think, at, at we, and, and what Alejandro just kind of brought to our attention was that we you see the um, the ability to have that SMA uh, take in the, or integrate with third-party inverters, so meaning that it's a pretty broad uh, retrofit capability, right? It can go into the existing marketplace. That'll come maybe in the middle of 2018. But at that stage of the game, as I understand it, you have three 10Hs that can be stacked, one for each port. So that's a total of with just under 30 kilowatt hours, about 28, and change usable uh, energy. Uh, that's pretty. That that's pretty significant. You know, you can cover the bulk of the residential marketplace with that. Now, you did say that um, you, you had. I think you had said that there were some some unique things were happening with the um, the discharge and charge. Did you say they were, were going to be able to just charge and charge simultaneously? Um, not not specifically. Um, it, I think that may be inverter specific rather than battery specific. Or I'm not understanding your question. So when when these batteries are charged, right? Are they going to be charged individually, like or sequentially, one, two, and three, or will they be charged uh, all three at the same time and discharged simultaneously? Oh, um, I actually that is TBD. I actually don't have that information from uh, where we are in our product development. Um, those details haven't yet been shared with me. Okay. So rumored, rumored um, at the moment. <laughs> Right, <laughs> possible. <laughs> okay, so um, very good. And then, is there when it comes to uh, th this overall product line, what do you see? How do you see it taking shape in the market? Do you have anything else you'd like to share about this in terms of how it relates to our marketplace out here? Um, yeah, I, I, I definitely think our high voltage battery is going to continue to be in, in high demand. Um, definitely looking to uh, become more of a commonplace name on, on the Hawaiian Islands and bring a, a solid and reliable solution for installers out there. So um, I hope our position in the market just naturally aligns us to have a good partnership with installers. And the Hawaiian market is definitely a, an area that needs a lot of attention and where I think we can bring a lot of value. Definitely. I, yeah, I agree with you. You know, one of the things, uh, before we sign off here, Lynn, one of the things that, that struck my, kind of captured my attention at the training was, uh, that you had said that the warranties were being specced in terms of energy throughput, not in terms of uh, cycles per yeah. se. This, which this is, was interesting to me as well when yeah. you when you mentioned it. It's not the same as everyone else is listing their warranties. Um, so can you explain what it actually means? First of all, what is the yeah. what what is the warranty on the battery, and then what does that actually mean in the real world? <laughs> um, well, what you're referring to is that we have uh, energy throughput listed on our right. warranty. Which, um, you know, simply that's the total amount of energy a battery can be expected to store and it, charge and discharge over its useful mm -hmm. lifetime. So it's just a more accurate representation of what you're going to get out of the life of your battery. And I think that is what um, people are wanting to ask. Um, but energy throughput is um, the correct way to answer that, I think, for them. So um, our warranty... Um, is an energy throughput of 22.4 megawatt hours. Mm -hmm. So uh, this is a more accurate representation of uh, what your battery product can do for you. And that's 22.4 megawatt hours. Now, just even as a guy in the industry, I go, oh, that's an interesting way to put a warranty. So what does that mean? So you got yeah. like a, is it a 10-year warranty or 22.4 megawatt hours? Is that how it's phrased, basically? Yes, that means um, by year 10, um, you, uh, based on um, how we did the warranty, a full depth of discharge, a full cycle a day, um, you would have uh, used uh, 22.4 megawatt hours out of the, the life of 10 years. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm -hmm. It's it's interesting because this notion of uh, framing things like warranties for something that is unfamiliar to most people, a battery that goes on their house that's configured with PV, you know, it, it really right. is an important step for the industry because we need to help, because people are asking a question, like you had said, I think the, re the question they're asking is, 
you know, how long will this thing last for me? And the, the best way to answer that is energy throughput, right? That's what you're saying. So it's definitely a part of the education process of these new technologies that are going to be in everybody's, you know, everyday homes, right? So I, I really, I kind of appreciated that you had a different way to, to, to approach storage, or to storage warranties. And mainly because as I'm talking to people about warranties over the years in batteries, I would ask, I'd have to kind of bounce around a little bit to make sure I understood exactly what they meant by a cycle. How is the cycle being related or recorded that's always been that's always been the question right it's always how many how many cycles how do you define a cycle is it any discharge at all a complete discharge (laughs) what you just said what you just said was actually very clear uh lynn where it's it's a full full cycle uh over 10 years worth of worth of battery use but um only because we're accustomed to hearing that language. (laughs) Do you do you think to add on to that lynn do you think that you may that we're going to see more uh, uh, more companies adopt that type of a metric and warranty warranties in the future. Yeah, I, I don't see why not. Um, I think as the industry gets more educated, and they go naturally just become part of how they how they communicate their warranties. So yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and, that's, and that's what the show is all about, education. So let's right. go. <laughs> all right. Well, Lynn, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Last minute, you were able to jump in here and help us out and give us a good, great overview of the uh, the new partnership with SMA and how things are going to be uh, kind of shaping up over the next uh, six, nine months. Uh, is there anything uh, you'd like to add before we sign off? Uh, no, I just appreciate it for um, having me on the call and for uh, supporting Resu and, and get, just getting some education out there in the market. I'm um, uh, doing a great thing. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. Absolutely. We really enjoy it. it. So hope to see you out here soon in Maui. And uh, thanks again. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Talk to you soon. All right. Aloha. There we go. So we got uh, right right from uh, the the direct uh, manufacturers, this new partnership, both from SMA and from LG. Uh, Sounds like a pretty compelling value proposition. Yeah, big names. They're all uh, looking at this, this space that is Hawaii, but also the worldwide market um battery storage is is here to stay <laughs> right right wow so yeah and i learned i learned a bunch on here on this uh call too because i got a sense for what the scale what the rollout schedule is and then mm-hmm. and those are some key pieces because that battery backup's coming in the middle of 2018 so presumably you should be able to you could if, if you wanted in the beginning of this year you could say you know what i've got an sma inverter i like sma as a brand I like the idea of putting in some um, expanding my NAM, or, so I want to put in a system, a non-export system, right? And then you add to your NAM with this system if you have your SMA inverter, and uh, and then if it's going good, great. And uh, or if you say, you know what, I want uh, some more storage, you can add more storage. And then late, when you're ready and you want to put in the battery backup functionality when it comes online, six months, nine months down the road, you can do that too. And that's pretty much the yeah, full package. Again, like I said, like I said, that's good. that sounds like a firmware update to me. Right. So it literally is going to just be a flip of a switch somewhere. <laughs> right, right. Very interesting stuff. So uh, let's conclude our product focus for today. That's pretty much what we wanted to share with everyone. Uh, we do have a little bit of time, an unusual luxury here in the solar coaster. And we want, <laughs> we want, we have a future focus, a fun focus, something. First that thing, we, first thing I want to ask you, did yeah. you get to cook your turkey? Ah, uh, the solar, turkey. Your solar, your solar I was, turkey. I was talking and... that up and hyping it up, you know, and I talked yeah, to the yeah. son oven of America guys. I got to give those guys uh, a shout out because they're wonderful. I called them up. They were very enthusiastic. They, they found someone locally. Yeah. They found someone locally that had a sun oven in Pukulani. This fella, Dave, if you're listening, Dave, aloha. Thanks so much for the offer to support the coaster. And so we were going to get together and, and put a turkey in. Apparently, you can do about a sub 18 pound turkey in a sun yeah. oven, but uh, you need sun. And it was raining in Haiku. <laughs> it was raining. So on that particular battle of the fossil fuels versus renewable energy, the uh, propane came out on top, and I. Uh, I yeah, the only picture I got from you was, was your grill in your backyard. <laughs> Telling you, Jay, I, I I need that uh, I need that electrolyzed uh, so I can, I can get my hydrogen. I'll retrofit. I'll set up for my grill. That's uh, let's do that's that. the next let's thing, that. right? So anyway, uh, yeah. So let's. Uh, that was the sun oven story. Maybe we'll be able to do it for for Christmas, or maybe I'll have to relocate down. To the oh, beach. we got to give it a shot. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. okay, so let's do our future fun focus here. We have cool stuff going on in the world of uh, artificial intelligence set boost ener- set to boost energy efficiency of solar and wind. What on earth is that? Say what? 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 Okay. <laughs> um, this I actually thought about this last week, and, and the things we never get to. You know, I. I I want to publish these on the website. It's like the things we can't get to. Right. Uh, last last week, there was actually a uh, a new tracker for large um, 
solar installs that would take into account these bifacial panels. The bifacial uh, panels, yeah. again, are the ones that actually pick up um, reflected sunlight off the ground from underneath, oh, um, so cool. coming back coming back the other way uh, for a boost in efficiency, right? Um, so these new trackers would take into account that type of reflectivity. And the first thing I thought of was, wait, does it does it actually learn? Because there's too many variables. You know, you could have reflection off the actual towers. You could have different types of ground material and whatever else um, changes uh, throughout the throughout the year. There's so many variables. But I was thinking, well, would it learn? Would it be artificially intelligent in some way that it would figure out where to position itself to get optimum uh, energy efficiency? And lo and behold, this week you send me. Oh, it's a, it was <laughs> this article. article. <laughs> I think it was a PV tech, right? And it was his Big yeah. Sun's IPV tracker has new bifacial module version to boost yield. So what's cool about this is that, you know, it, as they're discussing what the parameters are, so if you can imagine kind of like a big flat array that's on a pillar and it is able to move dual axis, like both you right, know, in all directions. Sun. Points at the sun. It it, it heliotropes for because I just Correct. want I just want to use there that word. So yeah, I, I, I love that word. So, uh, but what they start discussing in the actual uh, uh, you know modeling of the system to optimize its capability, things like hey, this uh, that pillar that is supporting and managing this movement. How much does that impede? Uh, the reflectivity for the underside hit. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> I just love yep, that, yeah. right? Yep. And then, so we're talking about, but what, what you brought up, which I found really interesting, and this art, other article here uh, was from, uh, what was it? Clean Technica. The Clean Technica, the artificial Technica. intelligence set to boost energy, uh, boost efficiency of solar and wind. They're talking about all kinds of updates like this, right? Yep. Um, and robots, they, they say, uh, lying, crawling, swimming, and sailing for remote inspection <laughs> with yep. new maintenance and troubleshooting. Uh, and they have things like the modeling. So they say accelerated due diligence. So basically get in front of uh, guys that are trying to model this and doing it with computers. And then uh, new efficiencies and supply chain optimization. What does that sound familiar? A little bit familiar there, right? Self, self-driving trucks is listed right there in <laughs> right? that paragraph. Yeah. So there are um, all these things are working together to drive down the cost of energy, which brings us back to the beginning of the show where you see things like 1.77 uh, cents per kilowatt hour of, of energy over whatever time period, right? So it's like it's all about just making this more and more and more competitive and there's no stopping it. Right, exactly that. I, I love the idea of actually integrating some kind of intelligence into these systems so that they, I mean, maybe it'll... It, the weather's been a little weird today. If I can't, it, it can just attempt its own little thought process here. It'll get right. the, the panels over another half a degree this way. Is right. that better or worse? No, well, it's worse. Well, it if you think about Hawaii with its you know rolling puffy white clouds, I just see a tracker yeah. kind of going doom, 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 like left, right, left, right, trying to clear it's the not, It wouldn't. It wouldn't be that fast. I mean, nothing. It doesn't need to respond in that quite that quick a manner and these machines do not move that quickly if no, you've ever no. seen one of the trackers in in real life uh they're they're large heavy machines that move very very slowly but they they do move and and these this ai could be programmed pretty easily i think to find the most optimum position right because, panels, because especially the bifacials which yeah. have this additional kind of unknown right to them and and this is amplified the the value of this kind of stuff is amplified in lower sunlight areas right in higher latitudes right. lower latitudes stuff like that yeah so we don't see a lot of that out here but hopefully we'll be able to encounter a dual axis bifacial tracker with artificial intelligence in the why near don't you future have one in your backyard well, why don't you have one it's only bifacial jay it's not dual axis okay, track. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, um, this was the solar coaster here. Uh, we are um, a, a, we are just about done. Looks like there's our thing. So, hey, I want to send a big uh, shout out and appreciation to everybody that's uh, helped out with the show today. Dave's uh, Dave on the roof and Lynn Tran from LG and uh, Alejandro from SMA and you, Jay. Thank you for all your support and all the cool stuff you do. Appreciate you as well. All and right. thank you to all our sponsors, Maui Solar Project, Tabuchi Electric, Sonin, and uh, Pika coming on. All right, let's do it. Okay. Hey, everybody, have a great nice. Thanksgiving weekend out there. Aloha from the solar coaster.